this week from GNC Week in Review, powered by GeekNewsCentral.com. The Iowa caucus had problems. IMDb has lost, plus Google Fiber kills its TV service. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week, and it's Friday, February 7th, 2020. My name is Kirk Corliss in episode 53 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. If you are a new listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We can find in the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, or Stitcher. You have a comment on today's episode, be it on social media or email, and it all can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. We're going to jump in with tech news from this week and from geeknewscenter.com. In the top story this week, on Monday, several precincts in Iowa said that workers are having trouble using a new app to report caucus results. People were unable to download or log into the app. That meant caucus workers had to call in the results delaying reporting as the phone line jammed. Originally, the Iowa originally the Iowa, Iowa Democratic Party said the delay was due to, quote, quality checks. A letter from the Biden campaign castigated the leaders of the Iowa Democratic Party, saying that both the app and the backup system of calling results over the phone failed. The letter says also, quote, these acute failures are occurring statewide. One county chair... Tom Courtney of Des Moines told the Associated Press that the app was, quote, a mess. Uh, also, Courtney says people were calling in the results instead. Now, the app in question is reportedly developed by a firm called Shadow and paid for by Acronym, a Democratic nonprofit, according to the Huffington Post. Acronym is popular in Silicon Valley, where it receives much of its funding, according to Recode's Teddy Schleifer. I was... Iowa Democratic Communications Director Manny McClure says, quote, we found inconsistency in reporting of three sets of results. In addition to the tech systems being used to tabulate results, we are also using photos of results and a paper trail to validate all results match and ensure that we have confidence and accuracy in the numbers we report. This is simply a reporting issue. The app did not go down and is not a hack or an intrusion. The underlying data and paper trail is sound and will simply take time to further report results. If you are a Lost fan, all 120 episodes of the series will soon be available to stream for free. IMDV, a free streaming service owned by Amazon, will be the exclusive free streaming service for Lost, is according to Variety. Fans of the ABC drama will be able to stream the episodes beginning May 1st, marking the 10th anniversary month of the series finale. These streams will contain ads. Lost is just one of 21 shows that will stream for free on IMDb, alongside Ugly Betty, Ally McBeal, My Soul Call Life, Desperate Housewives, and Mark in the Middle. The editions are part of a new deal with Disney, which also owns 21 Century Fox, and those entertainment subsidiaries, and IMDb TV, which is where reported by Variety. Shows available via IMDb TV that are also on Hulu will still be available on Hulu. Excuse me, I take a pause for a drink. Google Fiber will no longer will no longer offer offer 
cable TV st- cable style TV service to new customers, but will continue selling broadband and urge customers to sign up for streaming video plans such as YouTube TV. Google Google Fiber said in an announcement on Wednesday, "quote The best TV is already online, and the only thing customers need to get TV is quote fast, fair, reliable internet." So as of today, Google Fiber will no longer offer a linear TV product to new customers. Existing customers who already subscribe to Google Fiber TV can continue to do the service. New customers can buy Google Fiber broadband on its own or in a bundle with Google's YouTube TV, which is similar to cable TV, but is primarily but is provided entirely over the internet and works with any internet provider. YouTube TV costs $50 a month and provides live TV for more than 70 channels. There is a lot of Apple news this week, and first up, Apple might be joining the folding phone craze. A patent now held by the iPhone maker shows a design for a, quote, flexible display that appears to be similar to some of the upcoming photo, upcoming photo phones, such as the Galaxy Z Flip and Motorola Razor. On Tuesday, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office published a patent filed by Apple titled, quote, Electronic Devices with Flexible Displays Display flexible displays and hinges. The patent abstract describes the flexible display as being able to fold and unfold with a hinge mechanism to make sure there's adequate space between the folding between the folding portions of the display. Now it's even with this patent, it's not clear it's not really clear at this point if this could lead to a future device for Apple, as they filed a similar patent for a folding device with a clamshell design last February. Analyst has predicted that Apple could make a, a folding iPad sometime in 2021, but Apple has yet to show any sign of it coming to fruition. After more than a century, the New York City Police Department is retiring the handwritten memo books carried by police officers and replacing them with the app. This is according to reporting from the New York Times. On February 17th, officers will begin their daily activity logs and iOS app on department-issued iPhones. The app will send notes to a department database, which offers few benefits over the physical notebooks. Plus, individual officers won't have to keep track of dozens of notebooks. Instead, the logs will be managed in a database, and officers, excuse me, officers will be able to do quick database searches through the app when they're in the field. Apparently, uh, from according to strategy, strategy analytics, Apple's smartwatch is gaining popularity with Apple shipping 31 million Apple, Apple Watch devices during 2019. Combined, it said Swiss watch companies ship 21, 21 million units for the year. This means Apple, quote, from the uh, email release press release from Wednesday, outsold the entire Swiss watch industry by 10 million devices. Apple launched its most recent smartwatch, the Apple Watch Series 5, in October 2019. The latest Apple Watch starts at $399 and now comes with a always-on display. Stephen Waltzer, senior analyst at, at Strategy, Strategy Analytics, says, quote, a blend, of attra- a blend of attractive design, user-friendly tech, and sticky apps make the Apple Watch wildly, wildly popular in North America, West, Western Europe, and Asia, by comparison, 2018 uh, by comparison, 2018 saw 24 million Swiss watch shipments, 
and 22.5 million Apple Watch shipments. Uh, Apple Watch shipments. Uh, uh, strategy analytics also says, quote, Swiss companies like Swatch are losing the smartwatch wars, also pointing to brands including Tag Heuer and Tissot. As part of its ongoing efforts to block annoying video ads, Chrome has announced a new set of video advertising standards. The guidelines are based on data from the Coalition of Better Ads, which says there are, there are three types of video advertising that people hate most. Chrome is taking a strong stance against these ad types, and it says website owners have four months to stop running the intrusive ads or, or they will risk losing advertising completely. The Coalition for Better Ads surveyed 45,000 consumers worldwide and found that most users are especially irritated by ads that make you wait five seconds to skip ahead, mid-roll ads that appear in the middle of the video, as well as images or text that appear on top of video and are in the middle and are in the middle third, middle third of the player or block more than 20% of the video. Beginning August 5th, Chrome will stop showing all ads on sites that repeatedly show these annoying, especially annoying formats. YouTube will have to comply too, and Chrome says it will review its product plans across its ad platforms. Uber Advanced Technology Group has issued a permit that would allow the company to put its autonomous vehicles back on public roads in California nearly two years after the company scaled back its testing program following a fatal crash in Arizona that killed a pedestrian. Uber does not have immediate plans to pull to put its autonomous vehicles on public roads in San Francisco, where it was previously testing. The company says it will notify key local, state, and federal stakeholders before it turns to the city. An Uber spokesperson says in an email statement, quote, San Francisco is a great city to gather key learnings for self-driving technology, given its complex and ever-changing environment. While we do not have an update as to exactly when we'll resume autonomous testing, receiving our testing permit through the California's DMV is a critical step towards that end in Uber's home city. AT&T has added 13 more cities to its low-band 5G network, including large metro areas like Boston, St. Louis, and Lenox City, and smaller cities like Wichita, Kansas, and Dayton, Ohio, bringing the total number of cities on the list to 32. The carrier continues to expand its sub-6 sub gigahertz network, which has broad range but slower speeds than the millimeter, the MM-wave version of its 5G, which thus far AT&T has limited to business customers. The full list of cities new and live on a low-band 5G are California, Bakersfield, San Luis, San Luis Obispo, Santa Barbara, Anoxar, Oxnard, Modesto, in Georgia, Liberty, Kansas, Wichita, in Massachusetts, Boston, and New Bedford, in Maryland, Frederick, in Missouri, St. Louis, New Jersey, Atlantic City, and Ohio, Dayton. According to AT&T, 50 million customers now have access to this to its first to its 5G network. <clears throat> excuse me, and it's on pace to expand to the rest of the country in the first half of 2020. You can get Sling TV for just $5 if you sign up for an account from today until February 11th. The over-the-top TV service is celebrating its fifth anniversary on February 9th and found the holiday, which is calling the National Cup the Core Day for it. If you don't make up, if you don't care for these made-up holidays, you may still want to take a look at the deal Sling TV has to offer if you're thinking about ditching your scale subscription. 
Sling TV described itself as a, quote, easy-to-use solution for first-time color cutters. You can pay for a basic plan, Sling TV orange or blue, and then you can customize your choices for paying for extra channels. If you are a new or returning customer, you can get the first month of blue or orange for $5 or $25 less than the original price. You can only stream one device at a time with orange, but you can shoot but you can stream on up to three with blue. Now, it's difficult to choose between the two as they have different channels. So there's also, there's also the option to get both. If you choose to sign up for the blue plus orange service with a promo period, you can get the first month for $20 instead of $45. Excuse me. In case you don't have devices that support Sling TV or just want or just want or just want ones made specially for the service, you can also check out the Cord Cutter Bundle promos. You can get Sling TV's ARTV2 Media Box, ARTV Mini Streaming Dongle, and an indoor uh, out, uh, OTA antenna for $5 or $94 less than its original price. However, you'll have to pay prepay for three months of Sling TV Orange or Blue at full price. If you don't mind paying for three months of service up front, you can also get the two-room cord cutter bundle option with an ARTV2, two ARTV minis, and an indoor OTA antenna for $55 instead of $149. Now, if you are a, if you are a current customer, you cannot take advantage of these uh, deeply discounted deals from new subscribers, but Sling TV has not forgotten. You can access you can access five extras or channel bundles for free for five days. Comedy Extra, originally $5. Kids Extra, originally $5. Lifestyle Extra, originally $5. News Extra, originally $5. And Sports Extra, originally $10. With the GNC WIR, do you need with your help with your tech? Over on uh, Uber Gizmo, there is a link up. All these were found in the, uh, in the show notes on gncweekly.com. Uh, first up is how to use Windows 10 shortcuts. These are shortcuts that you can use using the Win key. For example, Win key plus E brings up the um, file explorer. We can browse the files on your computer. Win key plus D, which can hide or display your desktop type. It hide or display your desktop. Excuse me. Win key plus period or semicolon launches the emoji window. There's a lot of great. Uh, there's a full list of all the uh, shortcuts on the in the show notes. Also, um, the and from Android Central, they have the best Android phones in 2020. They range from the best overall to the best with 5G. Uh, speaking of Android, um, over on Lifehacker, you can get um, Android updates faster with Google's Pixel Repair tool. It'll walk you through um, step by step on how to do that. Over on Android Central, the best Wi-Fi 6 routers, uh, they range from for smarter homes to uh, coverage everywhere, um, fast mesh. Also, um, now if you don't know about a router, um, you'd like to, know more, like to know a little more about it, over on Lifehacker, uh, it knows, know your network lesson one router hardware 101. It'll walk you through what is a wireless router, uh, wired versus wireless. Um, wireless throughput, uh, get wired throughput, the range, etc. That's all listed there. And finally, if you're looking to get either a Chromebook or a tablet uh, over on makeuser.com, 
they will give you the breakdown on how to what uh, what is the best value for the Chromebook, getting the best value for a Chromebook or best value for a tablet. It shows the performance, the battery life. It'll give you a comparison on the two. It's all going to be all found in the show notes. And finally, this Sunday is the Oscars. And for nearly two decades, marketing agency Distinctive Assets has been independently producing extravagant swag bags given to nominees in the Best Actor and Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor or Best Actress and Best Actor and Best Actress, excuse me, and Best Director categories. They're delivered to the nominees in the week leading up to the Oscars. Distinctive assets won't say how much the gift bag is worth, but last year's selection was poorly valued at more than $100,000. In a press release, the agency shared a breakdown of what's in these year's bags. Uh, gifts include a range of items such as crystal crystal earnings from earrings, excuse me, crystal earrings from Milana, a 24-karat gold hollow-tips vape pen, and a 12-day all-inclusive cruise from Scenic Eclipse worth over $78,000. There's also a, quote, guided edibles tasting of cannabis-infused chocolate from Coda Signature, and a royal chakra bath bomb from Hotsy Totsy House made with 24-karat gold, purple Brazilian clay, and coconut milk. Nominees will get a meditation headband from Muse that, uh, excuse me, nominees will get a meditation headband from Muse that, quote, senses your mental activity and translate into the guiding sounds of weather. When your mind is calm, you'll hear peaceful weather, and when you shift your focus, you'll hear stormy weather so you can focus on your breath again. Now, here's where the tech comes in. Um, it includes a meditation headband, I mentioned it a second ago, I apologize, and a urine collector called PZ Midstream, which promises, quote, accurate analysis and diagnostic, diagnosis and treatment. Nominees also get one-year membership to Live It Up, a service that sends life skills via text from experts in areas such as wellness, financial health, and mindfulness. And that is the tech news for this week for Friday, February 7th, 2020. Not 2019 to 2020. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in this week's episode. Show notes from this episode can be found at gncweek.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news from geeknewscenter.com. And be sure to tune in Mondays and Thursday evenings at geeknewscenter.com forward slash live for the Geek News Central podcast. And then tune in to this podcast, GNC Week in Review, which publishes every Friday evening at gncweekly.com. If a comment on this week uh, comments on this week's episode, love to hear them. Head on over to gncweekly.com forward slash connect and you connect either through email, Twitter, or Facebook. I am on Twitter. I am at Kirk Corliss. Till the next episode of GNC Week in Review. So long. <laughs>